Hey everyone, it's George from Blockchain TXB and today is the 27th of September 2023 and unfortunately guys, there is not much movement in the price of Bitcoin and cryptocurrency. The global cryptocurrency market is still hovering around the $1.05 trillion mark. Now listen guys, since 2023 the stablecoin volume has definitely been lower in its history and there is a new report which is published by the Federal Reserve Bank of Boston in New York and they are actually comparing stablecoins as money market funds so definitely not ideal. Now look guys, historically I've not been a massive fan of stablecoins. In my episode yesterday and a few weeks ago as well, I did actually mention that stablecoins are actually replacing the role of a bank, so definitely not ideal. So we'll very briefly touch base on that report. Now if you're someone who's an institutional investor and who are just entering into the cryptocurrency world, you definitely need to read through the report which is titled, Run and Flights to Safety, Are Stablecoins the New Money Market Funds? So definitely check it out. Now guys, in today's episode, we do have some unfortunate news and that is regarding an Ethereum wallet which has been sanctioned. Now to be honest guys, there is very valid reason for this particular Ethereum wallet to be sanctioned and this has been sanctioned by the Department of Treasury's Office of Foreign Asset Control, also called a ZOFAC. So we'll definitely go ahead and explore that. Now guys, yesterday in my episode, I did talk about quite a lot of negative news. Now fortunately, in today's episode, we do have some positive news and that is regarding Kraken which is the oldest cryptocurrency exchange in the world and they have got licensed registrations not in one country but in two country that is in Spain and Ireland so we'll definitely go and discuss that but guys unfortunately I do have one negative news and that is from UK and the news is that JP Morgan subsidiary college Chase UK they are restricting crypto transactions so it looks like cryptocurrencies can be banned by massive banking institutions so we'll definitely go ahead and explore that news. And guys, like we do in every Krypton Coffee Day podcast, I'm going to be discussing two news from Dubai, UAE and the Middle East. Now the first news, guys, is to do with artificial intelligence. And the news is that the United Arab Emirates have unveiled 100 cutting-edge AI applications that are actually revolutionizing media workflows. So we'll definitely go ahead and explore that. Now the second news, guys, is all the way from Bahrain. And the news is that Bank ABC is introducing JPMC coin payments in Bahrain. Now look guys, this is definitely not open blockchain, but it has some elements of private blockchain. So we'll definitely go and explore that. So quite a lot of cover guys in today's episode. So let's kick start with it right away. Welcome to the Krypton Coffee at 8, the daily podcast that keeps you up to date on all latest developments in the world of cryptocurrencies, blockchain and NFTs. Join us Monday to Friday as you kick off your day with a cup of coffee and a deep dive into the exciting and rapidly evolving world of digital assets. We'll cover the latest news and trends in the cryptocurrency and blockchain space as well as delve into the growing world of NFTs or non-fungible tokens and metaverse. Plus, we'll keep you updated on the latest developments from Dubai, UAE and the wider Middle East region. Whether you're a seasoned crypto enthusiast or just getting started, Crypto and Coffee at 8 has something for you. Our expert host will provide insight and analysis on the most important topics in the industry and help you stay up to date on the latest developments. We'll bring you interviews with leading figures in the crypto and blockchain space and explore the ways in which these technologies are changing the world around us. From the impact on traditional financial systems to the potential for revolutionizing industries 
and transforming societies. We'll cover it all on Crypto and Coffee at 8. So tune in and join us for a daily dose of Crypto and Coffee at 8. And let's stay ahead of the curve together. We'll start your day off right with the most important news and insights from the world of cryptocurrency, blockchain and the metaverse and help you navigate this exciting and rapidly evolving landscape. In Crypto and Coffee at 8, the daily podcast covers the latest developments in the world of cryptocurrency, blockchain and the metaverse. We'll also bring you updates on the latest news from Dubai, UAE and wider Middle East region. This also includes a range of topics such as developments in the local and blockchain industry including new projects and initiatives, regulatory updates and policies related to cryptocurrency and blockchain in the region, local and regional events and conferences focused on crypto and blockchain, interviews with leading figures in Dubai, UAE and the least crypto and blockchain community, coverage of any significant news or events related to cryptocurrency and blockchain in the region. By covering these local and regional developments, in addition to the wider world of cryptocurrency and blockchain, Crypto & Coffee at 8 aims to provide a comprehensive overview of the industry and its impact on the Dubai, UAE and Middle East region. Now before we kickstart today's episode, I have an important message, so check this out. Thank you to our sponsors for being part of the Blockchain DXP journey, firstly Advanced Media. Advanced Media Cars is the largest distributor of professional video, photo, broadcast and cinematic equipment and accessories in the Middle East and MENA region. With over two decades of experience, Advanced Media is now the largest distributor in the Middle East, representing more than 100 recognizable brands, including brands such as Zeiss, DGI, Hasselblad, Red and Road. As a matter of fact, guys, the very mic that I'm recording is being sponsored by Advanced Media as well, and Advanced Media has showrooms in Saudi Arabia and services as well. Looks like they're definitely taking the Middle East by storm. And here's the beautiful thing guys, they're taking corporate social responsibility very seriously and they're focusing on three P's, that is people, planet and prosperity. Now listen guys, if you do want to find out more information regarding the statement of corporate social responsibility, check out the website that is www.amt.tv. And here's the beautiful thing guys, they also want to be a leader and set an example and reputation as a pioneer and member of the community. And in doing so, guys, they also have an AMT scholarship with SAE Institute in Dubai, UAE. So definitely check it out. And also, guys, Advanced Media is committed to persistently developing, organizing, and hosting training workshops, seminars, and community events that educate, inform, and familiarize consumers with new equipment and the latest technological advances. So listen, guys, do one thing. If you do want to support this channel, go to the website that is www.amt.tv and follow the social media channels as well. All of the details are in the show notes below. Next, Shalut Group, a luxury retail and distributor which is headquartered in Dubai, are getting into the NFT game. And here's the deal guys, they are not just getting into the NFT and metaverse space, they are going to be shaping the NFT metaverse and Web 3.0 space, which I believe is excellent not just for Dubai and UAE, but also for the global cryptocurrency community as well. And guys, Shalut Group's Web 3.0 sneaker brand called Soulmates revealed their first NFT collection on the 12th of April. Now what is really interesting is that it's called as Soulmates, so it's spelled as S for Sugar, O for Orange, L for Larry. Now instead of E, they've replaced it with Web3 and it is the number 3, mates.xyz. And guys listen, Charlotte Group has over half a century's worth of experience in luxury goods and then getting into the NFT space is a massive deal. Now if you're a sneakerhead, you definitely need to check out soulmates.xyz 
And once again, guys, the number is 3 instead of an E. It has all the information. And in the show notes below, you'll get all the information. And listen, guys, if you want to be an early adopter, you can also pre-mint it at www.dreamin.xyz forward slash soulmates. So definitely check it out. And they have a Discord community as well. And guys, Nick, who is the head of corporate innovation at Charlotte Group and also the co-founder of Soulmates, has a WhatsApp group where he constantly provides updates in the area of NFTs, Metaverse and Web 3.0. So guys, check out soulmates.xyz and be part of the Soulmates OG NFT that is definitely going to shape the industry. Next, listen guys, there are three things I'm absolutely passionate about. One is death metal, ice cold beer. And the third one is extreme sports. And that is Tough Mudder. And Tough Mudder, guys, is a series of obstacle and mud runs that'll push your physical and mental limits without the pressure of competition. It's essentially a community that is built on teamwork and overcoming obstacles where stepping outside of your comfort zone is the actual reward. And my big question is, guys, when was the last time you did something wild for the very first time? Now listen, guys, Tough Mudder Arabia has a formidable team and one of the events does actually take place on the 14th of October. And Tough Mudder Arabia guys is putting across a series of events this year and next year. And the first big event take place on Fujero Adventure Park on the 14th of October. So look at the show notes below, you'll find the registration link. And if you're someone who is in Dubai, there are two days of back-to-back Tough Mudder events as well that takes place on the 11th and the 12th of November at the iconic Jebel Ali race. And finally guys, in the second quarter of 2024, there's a massive event taking place in Ras Al Khaimah. And that takes place on the 20th of April 2024. Now listen guys, if you want a season pass, it is at a discounted price. So look at the show notes below for the discounted price. And guess what guys, they have two different distances as well. 5 kilometers and 10 kilometers. And if you have kids, get your kids along. So check out the show notes below to find out more information regarding Tough Mudder Arabia. Next, Startup OI is global one tech platform for tech. It offers global high paying tech jobs with flexibility in working time and location, global free tech events, and tech networks to connect with global like-minded engineers. A brilliant platform to listen to the tech experts in Metaverse and to grab their insights. Now listen, all you have to do is download the app Startup OI. If you're using an Android version, go to Google Store and App Store for iOS devices. Alternatively, you can also click on the show notes below to download Startup OI. Next, guys, listen, if you're into fitness, if you're into adventure, if you want to do something wild but still want to keep your health in check, there is a new podcast in town, a podcast focusing on obstacle course race in the Middle East. The podcast is called The Race Pace Podcast. So check out The Race Pace Podcast across all leading platforms. And The Race Pace Podcast is a peer-to-peer community-driven podcast where they talk all about obstacle course race in the Middle East, from Sandstorm to Spartan Race, from Tough Mudder to Desert Warrior Challenge and also the Government Gov Games and quite a lot more. The podcast has interviews with athletes locally and internationally to get inside scoop on how athletes prepare for obstacle course race. In the podcast, they also talk about interesting stories on why they are motivated to do obstacle course race. And that's not all. They also plan to release seven NFTs. And these NFTs are no ordinary. These NFTs will represent every emirate in the UAE. And listen guys, these NFTs are going to be absolutely massive. So do one thing, go to Spotify, go to iTunes, go to any leading podcasting platform and search for Rise in the Obstacle Course Race podcast. And finally guys, not your keys, not your crypto. If you have dabbled with cryptocurrencies and now are seriously getting to protect your cryptocurrencies, there is no better way to protect it 
by using a hardware wallet. And this is where Ledger Wallet kicks in. And Ledger Wallets are hardware cryptocurrency wallets made by Ledger, a company headquartered in Paris, France. And Ledger's hardware wallets are multi-currency wallets that are used to store private keys for cryptocurrencies offline. And Ledger offers two hardware wallets, the Ledger Nano and Ledger Nano X wallets. They are world-class experts with extensive crypto security backgrounds. They continuously look for vulnerabilities in Ledger products in a constant effort to improve the level of security. Now, in today's world, securing these digital assets is a critical challenge. And this is where Ledger kicks in. So click the link below to buy your hardware wallet and support this podcast. It is a brilliant way to support this podcast. So what are you waiting for? The link is in the show notes below. Now guys, since you're taking care of that, let's kick start by looking at the global cryptocurrency market. Now since the last few days guys, the global cryptocurrency market is hovering around the 1.4 to 1.6 trillion dollar mark. And for the third day, to be honest, the global cryptocurrency market is approximately at 1.05 trillion dollars. Now since the last 24 hours, it has largely gone down by 0.28%. And if you look at the total cryptocurrency market volume, guys, it is well below the $25 billion mark and it is holding only at $21.98 billion. And since the last 24 hours, it is down by 14.56%. Now, if you look at the volume on DeFi, guys, it is at $2.07 billion. And unfortunately, guys, despite the volume being low, DeFi today is accounting for a higher percentage of the total crypto market 24 hour volume. And it is accounting for 9.42% of the total crypto market 24-hour volume. And so far as the total value locked is concerned, it is down to $37.63 billion. With Lido still dominating so far as total value locked is concerned. And the total value locked is $13.99 billion. Now mind you guys, in 2023, only on two occasions the total value locked crossed the $50 billion mark. And I do believe it was in the first or second quarter of this year. Now look guys, total value locked gives you an indication of how many people actually going ahead and taking the cryptocurrencies. It just gives you an idea of how many people actually believe in it. And that is one of the reasons why they're going ahead and staking it. Unfortunately, guys, the volume is ridiculously low and definitely not looking good. But one positive matrix, guys, since the last 24 hours is that the decentralized exchange to centralized exchange dominance. Now, yesterday, guys, it was around the 7 to 9%, but today it is pumped up to 14.48%. And to be honest, guys, this is the matrix I'm keeping a track on a daily basis. And decentralized exchange to centralized exchange dominance gives us an idea and indication of which direction the whole notion of decentralization or distributed nature of consensus is heading towards. And guys, to be honest, it's no surprise when decentralized exchange dominance goes up, the 24-hour volume of decentralized exchange also pumps up, isn't it? And it's no surprise that Uniswap's volume has definitely pumped up since the last 24 hours. And it is at $604.34 million. And Pancake Sobgas is number second so far as decentralized exchange is concerned. And its volume is $170.77 million. Mavic Protocol is number third at $134.49 million. Dodo Gas is at number fourth at $133.6 million. And finally, Curve Finance at $113.02 million. Now, look, guys, with the hype surrounding artificial intelligence. Could it be possible to create a DeFi protocol or decentralized exchange which is 100% created by artificial intelligence? Now the reason why I'm saying this is possible is just a few hours ago, OpenAI did actually mention by a Twitter that they have new features coming up probably in the next two weeks time or so and most likely ChatGPT will be in a position to even see and listen and even talk back to what we have to say. So artificial intelligence cars is definitely making massive headways 
in the technology field and also in the artificial intelligence field as well and it's got to be really crucial and important to check if there's some elements being incorporated into the DeFi sector. Now guys let's quickly run through the volume of stable coins. Unfortunately guys the volume of stable coins is ridiculously low and it is accounting for 96.38% of the total crypto market 24 hour volume and the volume is down to 21.19 billion dollars and out of the 21.19 billion dollars Tether USDT is accounting for 16.78 billion dollars Circle USDC at 2.63 billion dollars and Binance BUSD guys at 691 million dollars now look at this matrix guys the total cryptocurrency market volume since the last 24 hours is 21.98 billion dollars and out of this 21.98 billion dollars the volume of stable coins account for 21.19 billion dollars and listen guys as much as i dislike saying it the fact is stable coins are actually replacing the role of a bank and stable coin issuers can definitely go ahead and censor your transaction and in my episode yesterday we actually talked about how tether usdt can actually even prevent you from redeeming your stable coins and that was the news regarding singapore so please feel free to check it out and later on guys in the episode today we'll also go ahead and discuss if stable coins are equivalent to money market funds and to be honest guys these are factors you need to take into consideration when you compare stable coins let's say with bitcoin and cryptocurrencies now guys let's quickly run through the market cap 24 hour trading volume and dominance between bitcoin and ethereum and after that guys for the very first time what i'm going to be discussing is the decentralized exchange volume by different blockchain protocols now before we get into that let me just read out the market cap of bitcoin and ethereum because to be honest guys bitcoin's market cap is at 510 billion dollars and to be honest guys until and unless we do not get some news regarding bitcoin spot etf i don't see bitcoin market cap to be increasing and most likely in the month of november jerome powell most likely will be increasing the interest rate hike and unfortunately guys that news will reduce the market cap of bitcoin as well so it's going to be really critical to see if we get some update regarding bitcoin spot etf because to be honest guys that is the only news that will actually pump the demand for bitcoin and that will eventually have a positive impact on the market cap of bitcoin now so far as ethereum's market is concerned there is a very high possibility over the weekend it might just go below the 190 billion dollar mark because as of now it is exactly at 190.8 billion dollars so it's going to be really critical to see any news regarding ethereum and guys listen coinshares did actually provide a very critical blog that actually states some of the flaws and security features of ethereum staking so you definitely need to check it out and even matrix spot they actually stated that there is a very high possibility of the price of ethereum to go below the one thousand dollar mark because to be honest guys when you talk about blockchain protocols or decentralized apps unfortunately not many people are using decentralized apps and you might not like what i'm saying but what i'd really recommend you to do is go to dapradar.com you can sort it based on each different blockchain protocol and then look at these numbers and to be honest guys some of the numbers on some blockchain protocols are ridiculously scary as well now guys let's quickly run through the 24-hour trading volume and the 24-hour trading volume of bitcoin is below the 10 billion dollar mark it is at 9.73 billion dollars whereas ethereum guys is only at 3.4 billion dollars now the dominance of bitcoin is 48.90 percent and ethereum is at 18.30 percent now guys let's quickly run through the decentralized exchange volume by chain and it's no surprise that ethereum does actually dominate so far as decentralized exchange volume is concerned and in terms of dollar amount it is 872.52 million dollars and ethereum guys accounts for 57.29 percent 
of all decentralized exchange volume by chain is concerned. So clearly Ethereum is an outlier. Now Binance BND coin is number second and in terms of dollar amount it is at $162.81 million and Binance BND chain guys accounts for 10.69% of all decentralized exchange volume. Arbitrum is at number third. In terms of dollar amount it is at $145.79 million and it accounts for 9.57%. Fourth one is ZK Sync Era and it is $95.59 million and it accounts for 6.28%. And finally Polygon at $66.51 million and it accounts for 4.37%. Now look guys I'm really curious to check how many individual users what I mean by that is how many regular people are actually using decentralized exchange because looking at these numbers I do get this feeling that most of these volumes are actually driven by centralized exchange. I could be wrong but I definitely wouldn't be surprised if that is the case. Now guys before we look at the king of all kings call us Bitcoin. In today's episode let me go ahead and briefly explain a project or protocol called as Decred and its ticker symbol is DCR. Now look guys the reason why I wanted to talk about Decred today is because yesterday I did receive an email requesting to interview the chief technology officer of Decred and so far as I understand guys this project or protocol has been in existence going back to 2016. So let me go ahead and very briefly run through what Decred is because guys in the cryptocurrency world Decred is often considered as money evolved and Decred or DCR is a cryptocurrency that uses a hybrid consensus mechanism of proof of work and proof of stake. This means guys that both miners and stakeholders have a role in securing the network and approving new blocks and one of the reasons why Decred is unique is because it has decentralized treasury that is funded by 10% of block reward and this treasury is used to fund development and other projects that are voted on the community but the big question guys is who went ahead and decided to keep 10% and that was one of the dramas that did actually take place in Bitcoin Cash that led to another fork of Bitcoin Satoshi Vision followed by Bitcoin Satoshi ABC and different forks of that. Now going back to the news regarding Decred, Decred or DCR holders can participate in governance by purchasing tickets with their coins and these tickets gives holders the right to vote on proposals and to participate in proof of staking consensus mechanism and Decred guys is currently trading on a number of different cryptocurrency exchanges including Binance, Huobi Global and OKX exchange as well. So let me try to give you a much simple analogy on how Decred actually works. Think of Decred guys more like a country and miners are like police officers who secure the country and enforce the laws and stakeholders are like citizens who have the right to vote on the laws to elect the government and the Decred treasury guys is like a national budget that is funded by taxes and the community now votes on how to spend the money in the treasury and to participate in this governance. Citizens must purchase voting tickets and the more tickets a citizen has the more they have so Decred guys essentially is a cryptocurrency that gives its holders a direct voice in how the network is developed and managed as well and they also focus on security, decentralization and sustainability and so far security is concerned as I mentioned earlier. Proof of work is a secure consensus mechanism that has been proven to work for many years but Decred's hybrid consensus mechanism adds an extra layer of security by using proof of stake to verify blocks that have been mined by proof of work miners and so far as decentralization is concerned. Decred's ticket holders voting system ensures that all DCR holders have a voice in how the network is developed and managed and to be honest guys this actually helps to prevent the network from being controlled by a small group of people or organization and so far sustainability is concerned. Decred's hybrid consensus mechanism is more sustainable by proof of work alone and as we know proof of work mining consumes a lot of energy but proof of stake actually does not. 
and by using a hybrid consensus mechanism, Decred is able to reduce its energy consumption without sacrificing security or decentralization. So essentially, in a nutshell, guys, Decred is a unique cryptocurrency that gives its holders a direct voice in how network is developed and managed as well, and its hybrid consensus mechanism combines the best features of proof of work and proof of stake to create a secure, decentralized and sustainable network. And listen guys, most likely I'll be interviewing the Chief Technology Officer after the second or third week of October. And if you do have any questions regarding Decred, mention them in the comments below and I'll definitely go ahead and ask him. Now guys, let's look at the king of all kings that is Bitcoin and unfortunately guys, the price of Bitcoin is at $26,154 and since the last 24 hours, it is marginally down by 0.53% and since the last 7 days, it is down by 3.76%. I'm really curious to check how the price reacts over the weekend and as I did mention a week before this guys that because of the FOMC meeting unfortunately it's going to set the stage on what the price of Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies will be towards the last quarter of this year. The only thing that could actually change the price of Bitcoin or cryptocurrencies is news regarding Bitcoin spot ETF. But to be honest guys I wouldn't be surprised if you do not get any information regarding Bitcoin spot ETF by let's say 2024 maybe even 2025 when new administration kicks in. And so far as the price of Ethereum is concerned guys, it is below $1,600 mark, it is at $1,587, but since the last 24 hours, it is much up by 0.04%, but since the last 7 days, it is down by 3.40%. Binance BND coin guys is at $211, but since the last 24 hours, it is much picked up pace at 0.80%, but since the last 7 days, it is down by 2.50%. Now look guys, there is massive news circulating regarding stable coins in 2023 and what is a bit strange guys, that in 2023 the volume is ridiculously low but there have been so many partnerships in the world of stable coins. There is a massive report which has been published by the Federal Reserve Bank of Boston in New York and that was actually published yesterday and what they are doing in that report guys, they are actually comparing stable coins such as Tether USDT and Circle USDC to money market funds and the report is titled runs and flights to safety are stable coins the new money market funds now what i'd really recommend you to do is guys definitely have a read through it it is 93 pages long but in this report guys they're investigating similarities and differences between stable coins and money market funds and they're comparing investor behavior during the stable coin runs of 2022 and 2023 to investor behavior during the money market fund runs of 2008 and 2020 and the report acknowledges that similarly to money market fund investors, stablecoin investors engage in a flight to safety. Now what I'd really recommend you to do is guys, definitely have a read through it. Particularly if you think you're a massive advocate of stablecoins, you definitely need to check it out. And look guys, I've been saying this in my Crypto Coffee Day podcast since a very long time. Stablecoin issuers are replacing the role of a bank and they are printing money out of thin air. And one of the biggest blacks on event, or if not the biggest blacks on event in the cryptocurrency world, might just be Tether USDT. If you don't trust me, guys, look at the very first audit report. As a matter of fact, you can look at absolutely any of Tether USDT's audit report. And to be honest, guys, some of the audit report is scary and laughable. Now, guys, let's discuss some news, and that is to do with Ethereum wallet being sanctioned. And Coin Telegraph has actually reported that the US Department of Treasury sanctions ethereum wallet tied to cartel or illicit financial tracking and what has happened is that an ethereum wallet tied to mexican national mario alberto Jimenez castro was allegedly used for illicit financial sales in the united states and listen to this guys the ofac that is the office of foreign asset control 
of the United States Department of Treasury has added a crypto wallet allegedly connected to a major international crime syndicate to its list of specially designated nationals and the offer guys sanctioned 10 other individuals as well including several Sinola Cartel affiliates and fugitives. Now look guys, if you're into Netflix, I'm pretty much sure. You might have definitely watched Narcos, right? And it's got to be really interesting to see, let's say, a couple of series down the line. They have this news in that as well. Now, so far as the wallet being sanctioned is concerned, according to Etherscan, the wallet has roughly a balance of 0.01 ETH, which is roughly only at around $25 or $28 at the time of the article. And the last activity was more than 200 days ago. And look guys, this is one of the features of open blockchain, isn't it? If transactions are done in cryptocurrencies, absolutely anyone in the world can actually go out and verify these transactions. But imagine if these transactions done by the cartel was done by a bank, done by let's say physical cash, there is absolutely no way anyone would find out. Now regarding this news is concerned, no other wallet addresses were included in the OFAC's most recent transactions, which the Treasury said were in response to illicit financial tracking affecting the crisis surrounding opioid use in the United States. Now, in the official news via the U.S. Department of Treasury, one of them was Mario Alberto Gimnes Castro, also called as Gimnes Castro, who reports directly to Chapter's deputy and operated a money laundering organization. And what he did, guys, he used virtual currency and wire transfers, among different other methods. So what he used to do is, he used to transfer proceeds from illicit financial sales in U.S. to Sinaloa cartel leaders in Mexico and then Jimenez U.S had directed US-based couriers to pick up the cash in the United States and deposit it into various cryptocurrency wallets for payments directly to Chapitos and for the reinvestment in financial production. Now look as Narco Season 5 or 6, I'm pretty much sure will definitely cover some elements of this. So this is kind of like some movie stuff, isn't it? Now guys, let's discuss some positive news and that is to do with the oldest cryptocurrency exchange in the world, that is Kraken. And Kraken actually did mention via Twitter that the Central Bank of Ireland has granted Kraken an EU e-money license and they've also secured a virtual asset service provider registration with the Bank of Spain. So definitely positive news. Now so far as the license in Ireland is concerned, the EMR license granted to Kraken subsidiary in Ireland enables them to expand the fiat currency in Europe in partnership with European banks and this extends to plans in 27 European Union member states and European economic area countries, which to be honest is a key growth region for the company. And so far Spain is concerned, their new virtual asset service provider registration allows them to offer cryptocurrency exchange and custodial services to Spanish residents. And just a few days ago, guys, I actually talked about Coinbase. They actually got some license in Spain as well as in it. So I wouldn't be surprised, let's see in the next coming years, we might be seeing quite a lot of news regarding Spain. And who should tell Spain might just turn out to be the leader in the next coming years. And so far as this news is concerned, these licenses are a testament to Kraken's ongoing commitment to regulatory compliance in the European Commission. But listen guys, my big question is, why did Kraken decide to close its operation in Abu Dhabi? And in case you didn't know, Kraken did actually shut down its operation from Abu Dhabi. So I really am not sure what is going on. Now guys, let's discuss an unfortunate news where cryptocurrency has been banked by the bank and Cointelegraph is actually reporting that Chase Bank customers in UK will no longer be able to make crypto transactions starting 16th of October. And Chase Bank guys is a subsidiary of financial giant company JP Morgan Chase and they will restrict all cryptocurrency related transactions for customers in the United Kingdom. And look guys, this goes back to the very second line of Bitcoin white paper. The main benefits are lost 
if a centralized entity or meadery is required to prevent double spending and in this case that is exactly what the banks are doing isn't it now it's important to note guys that the latest restrictions will only impact around 2% of its total users worldwide with its UK user base reaching 1 million in September of last year but definitely unfortunate news now look guys this begs this big question now imagine a world where only Bitcoin existed and there were not many shit coins to be honest guys I do think separation of money in the state could have been possible but a lot of the people are getting involved in cryptocurrencies smart contracts and blockchain and to be honest that has actually digressed the interest from the whole notion of why Bitcoin was created. It was a movement towards separation of money in the state and by definition it is appear to be electronic cash system. Now guys let's discuss two news from Dubai UAE in the Middle East and the first news guys has to do with artificial intelligence and the United Arab Emirates unveiled 100 cutting-edge AI applications revolutionizing media workflows. So let me go ahead and briefly run through what this news is all about this news is actually published by AkalishTimes.com and Omar bin Sultan Al-Olama, the Ministry of State for Artificial Intelligence, introduced the innovation in artificial intelligence guys aims to enhance media workflows but won't replace journalists at this point of time, that's what the article states, and the application utilizes AI platforms like Umanta, Chatbase, PromptPal and Listener Monster. and so far as Umanta is concerned guys, they focus on data analysis and document research and Chatbase is an AI chatbot builder and so far as Listen Monster is concerned, they offer free speech to text transcription services and the United Arab Emirates guys seeks to harness generative AI for content creators and media professionals and as we know guys artificial intelligence allows for rapid content creation and distribution and AI can actually summarize sports matches and analyze visual content as well. To be honest guys in my Crypto and Coffee Day podcast, I use ChatGPT and it does save me at least 2 hours per day. And as you know, artificial intelligence can actually generate text, images, videos, and even music. And one thing which I did actually mention earlier as well, OpenAI did actually mention via Twitter that the new version of ChatGPT4 will be in a position to hear, even see quite a lot of other things. But definitely check out the small video that they actually published. And even companies like Spotify, Nestle, Pepsi use artificial intelligence in marketing and content creation. And earlier today, guys. I was also going to eventbrite.com because I do want to have a series dedicated only to podcasts and what you can do is you can just put in few words and it automatically goes ahead and creates an event for you. Definitely powerful stuff but scary at the same time as well. An AI algorithm guys analyzes user data for personalized content recommendation as well. Now listen guys, artificial intelligence is definitely here to stay but to be honest guys, some of the use cases absolutely scary as well. And the AI's impact on media is just the beginning and will be absolutely radical. And as you know, it can definitely perform transactions and transcriptions in a matter of minutes. And the relationship between humans and artificial intelligence definitely enhances creativity. So what I'd really recommend you to do is, guys, go through collegetime.coms and just read through the article that actually discusses 100 cutting-edge AI applications. And the speed of artificial adoption is crucial for leveraging its power. And so far, ChatGPT is concerned, it reached 100 million users in just two months, demonstrating artificial intelligence ease of use. Now, my big question, guys, is will UE's extensive unveiling of 100 applications for media give it a competitive edge in the artificial intelligence sector over its neighboring country, that is, Kingdom of Saudi Arabia? And the next question is how does the UE's commitment to artificial intelligence innovation, as demonstrated by its recent initiative, 
compared to Saudi Arabia's efforts in becoming a leader in AI technology. A few weeks ago in my Crypto and Coffee Day podcast, I did actually mention that the Saudi Arabia government did actually have the highest course in adopting artificial intelligence. So definitely, definitely powerful and great stuff. Now guys, let's discuss second news. And this news is all the way from Bahrain. And the news is that Bank EBC introduces JP and coin payments in Bahrain. So let me go ahead and explain what this news is all about. Because this marks the soft launch of a new payment service. And Bank ABC guys is collaborating closely with the Central Bank of Bahrain, also called as CBB. And it becomes the first Middle East bank to offer faster cross-border payments using JP Morgan's coin system. Now listen guys, my big question is, where does Ripple or XRP fit into this? Because I very specifically remember, going back to 2020, Ripple did have some partnership with banks in Bahrain. I definitely need to recollect and I'll definitely go ahead and update that in future episodes. But so far as this news is concerned, they're using something called as coin systems. And coin systems is a blockchain-based permission payment trail and deposit ledger. And coin system guys is part of Onyx, which is by JP Morgan. And the central bank of Bahrain governor Rashid Al-Maraj applauded the initiative's alignment, which to be honest aligns with Bahrain's digitization goals and the initiative aims to eliminate inefficiency in cross-border payments. And Bank ABC Group CEO Sahil Alvari emphasized the benefits of high-value cross-border payments via JP Morgan coin system. And the service guys reduces settlement periods and offers cost-effective solutions. But once again guys, the big question is, why not use Bitcoin Lightning Network? Or to make it even more simpler, why not just use RippleNet's XRP? But this is something that the banks need to figure it out. Now, so far as Bank ABC is concerned, looks like they are committed to enhancing Bahrain's digital economy. And JP Morgan's Naveel Malela highlighted the instant and certain execution of cross-border commercial transactions in the article. And the service initially, guys, would actually involve corridors between Bahrain and the US. And it addresses challenges in cross-border payments and simplifies liquidity funding. And the offering plans to expand to additional locations and currencies, including the euro as well. And to be honest, programmable payment offerings will enable dynamic and real-time transaction management. And so far as this news regarding Bank ABC and JPM coin is concerned, the launch is part of Bank ABC's digital transformation program, and it aims to future-proof and diversify the bank's offering with banking innovations. Now, to be honest, guys, I have mixed reaction to this. Rather than using a permission blockchain, they could have definitely got an incorporated cryptocurrencies. Much better, they could have let's say use Lightning Network, and everything would have been solved in an instant. Or to make matters even more easier, but in a centralized way, they could have simply adopted RippleNet's XRP. And another big question is, guys, as and when central bank digital currency goes mainstream, it's going to be really interesting to see what happens to this partnership. Because once central bank digital currency kicks in, you have different types of CBDCs. You also have multiple CBDCs, which can be used for cross-border transactions. So what happens to this partnership? Does it end or does it get transformed to CBDC project or multiple CBDC? Most likely that is going to happen. But to be honest, guys, central bank digital currency is at least three to five years to have mainstream adoption. So those were the news, guys, on Crypto and Coffee Date from Blockchain DXP. In case if you guys have any feedback or suggestions, drop me an email to info.blockchaindxp.com. Check out my website www.blockchaindxp.com and also check out my other website area2071.com that talks everything about metaverse. And guys, if you liked listening to this podcast, please click on the follow button, give it a five-star rating, share the word across. Now for the next few minutes, it's going to be an Ask Me Anything series where your listeners can ask any questions regarding Bitcoin, blockchain, beyond blockchain, cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi, and metaverse. So let's get started with the Ask Me Anything series.
everyone, it's Josh from Blockchain DX. We listen to the Ask Me Anything series where your listeners can ask any questions regarding Bitcoin, blockchain, beyond blockchain, cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi, Metaverse. I have a question by Charlie who asks, which country do you think would be the leader in the cryptocurrency in the next decade's time? To be honest, Charlie, I do think it'll be US because when you talk about Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies, unfortunately, a lot of the first world countries have been benefited by it. Now, I was under the impression that maybe United Arab Emirates or South Korea or maybe some of the developing countries could be a leader in the cryptocurrency world. But unfortunately, if you look at the dollar amount, if you look at the number of people using it, I don't think so that's going to happen at least in the next couple of decades. You also need to factor macro level things such as deglobalization, which Larry Fink is aiming towards. You also need to look at geopolitical situation and you also need to look at things like GDP, purchasing power parity and quite a lot of other things. Now granted in today's episode, I did actually state that Spain might be a leader in the cryptocurrency world. But to be honest, I don't think so even Spain would be a leader. It's going to be really interesting to see how South Korea reacts to be honest. If there is some drastic change in South Korea, of course to be honest, they're making quite a lot of news so far as K-pop is concerned. So watch TV series and entertainment is concerned and I definitely am watching a lot of South Korean movies, a lot of South Korean TV shows and if they were to actually go and take a lead in the cryptocurrency world, I wouldn't be surprised. But to answer your question, I do think it'll be US or any leading countries will definitely be the leader of the cryptocurrency world. Now Dubai definitely is a massive advocate of Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies but when you talk about let's say the volume and the number of people using it, Granted, the report definitely shows it's huge, but if you were to compare it, let's say, to the US, it is really minuscule. Now, to be honest, Charlie, to answer your question, ideally, the right answer should have been a developing country, let's say, like India, Brazil, Argentina, or Zimbabwe. But unfortunately, I don't think so that's ever going to happen. And what you can do is, you know, Charlie, you can also look at the number of millionaires and billionaires who have been benefited by Bitcoin and for which country they represent. This goes back to the whole notion of global wealth redistribution, which Simon Dixon talks quite often. Unfortunately, the rich people have gotten richer. And this goes back to the whole notion of Bitcoin, you know. Human greed, game theory, and the limited supply of Bitcoin is an extremely tough, maybe an impossible problem to solve. But to answer your question, I do think that it will be the first world country that will turn out to be a leader in the cryptocurrency and blockchain space until and unless we have another massive event, something similar to let's say COVID-19 or a World War 3, then the answer would be different after let's say World War 3. It could be another country who might turn out to be a leader, maybe Russia, maybe China. I'm definitely hoping that thing does not happen though. So that's about all guys from the Ask Me Anything Season Blockchain DXB. In case if you guys have any feedback or suggestions, drop me an email to info at blockchaindxb.com. Check out my website at www.blockchaindxb.com. And also check out another website, area2071.com, that talks everything about Metaverse. And guys, if you like listening to this podcast, please click on the follow button, give it a fashion rating and share the word across. And guys, if you do have any questions for the CTO of Decred, mention them in the comments below. Or you can also drop me an email as well. And guys, remember, Monday to Thursdays, 8 a.m. to 8.30 a.m., we have Crypto Coffee at 8, where we cover top news and information pertaining to Bitcoin, blockchain, beyond blockchain, cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi and Metaverse and other series of episodes on the Crypto and Coffee Date Works. We usually cover some top news and information pertaining to the price of cryptocurrencies, some major breaking news, occasionally short and sweet news as well, news that has an impact on the cryptocurrency world. The other two news and information is related to Dubai, UAE and Middle East in the world of Bitcoin, blockchain, beyond blockchain, cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi and Metaverse and what you're listening to right now 
is the Ask Me Anything series where your listeners can ask any questions regarding Bitcoin, blockchain, beyond blockchain, cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi, and Metaverse. Thanks so much for listening, guys, and have a nice one. Bye bye.